We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I'm definitely not playing Miss M- Suzuko at 6,200. <laughs> What are they doing at Tottenham? What, what are they doing with these prices? Erickson's 9,800. We didn't even talk about him, whether or not he's even going to play, because we think that's the, the dumbest move you can make. Right. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, a two-time finalist for the Fantasy Sports Raiders Association Podcast of the Year Award. For some of the best daily and season-long fantasy soccer tools in the industry, including detailed stats packages, projections, and more, please visit rotowire.com soccer. And now, please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining this Friday, October 18th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, it has been a long time since we've spoken. Welcome back. Hey, how is soccer played? I believe they kick the ball, and then something happens, and then Harry Kane scores, and then I lose money. No, there are no goals ever. It's just a very boring sport. Nothing happens. There are no points. Um, I don't even know why we talk about it. We should just do football. Right, but at least on this slate coming up, we got we got six games, and we don't have to worry about a million-point favorite Man City. Yes, that is a positive, at least on DraftKings. Those on FanDuel, uh, sorry, you do have to deal with with the uh, Manchester City match. 
playing away to Crystal Palace. But you're right. We just do have some big favorites, though, on this on this six-gamer. They're just not Man City. Right. I mean, we have, uh, if we run it down for the six-game slate, uh, the biggest favorite is Chelsea at home, minus 327 currently uh, against Newcastle. That total is hovering around three. Uh, then we have Tottenham is a minus 229 favorite at home against Watford. And that that totals hovering around three. Then we got Leicester City minus one seventy four at home against Burnley, around a two and a half favorite. And then Burnmouth one thirty minus one thirty seven favorite at home against Norwich, and that's that's the highest total three mm-hmm. and a half. And then let's see, got Wolves minus one eleven home favorite against Southampton, and that's the lowest total about two and a quarter. And then, uh, then a pick'em kind of Aston Villa at home plus one forty against Brighton with a two and three quarter type of total. Mm-hmm. So I mean, these totals, some of these totals are, are healthy. Yes. A lot of times we we see with the non Liverpool, non Man City, uh, we, we we get like lower scoring slates. But I think, uh, especially in GPPs, like you you're gonna need goals. Mm-hmm. But I think the interesting part of this slate is that I think there's, there's one favorite that may not be as good of a team as at least recently that we would typically go to and go like, do we play Kane? Do we play Erickson? Mm -hmm. Do you play Lamella? Do you play Rose, Kyle Walker, Peters, you know, the Tottenham guys, but on DraftKings, at least, they're they're priced as if they're a minus four hundred favorite. Yeah, I know Watford is like the, the 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 worst team in the league this year so far, but Tottenham don't look all that great themselves. And then we have Chelsea, who are the biggest favorite, and their primary pieces are expensive, and their secondary pieces are typically people we that have very low floors that we don't like playing. Mm-hmm. So looking on the slate, I see it's quite possible that we're using pieces of all the other games and maybe selecting one player possibly from like the two biggest favorites, if anything. And then obviously like Leicester city, like I know, I know we start with forward, but like the first guy in my lineup is like James Madison. And then you build everything around it. He's so stupidly underpriced. Not that he's like dirt cheap, but like I think he's the most underpriced player on the slate. Right, like in the context, of, yeah, in the context of the slate, he should be over ten k. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I built um, my first lineup and had no Tottenham and no Chelsea, and I was like, maybe that's not the best route based on the way that their games are expected to be played out. But looking at it, there are really only two guys that I'm considering, and they're both from Chelsea. Like, the Tottenham guys, I just don't see a need to play any of them because you have to pay up so much. And if you are in a situation where you're like, well, I have money to pay up, it just seems to me to make more sense to pay up for Chelsea than it does for Tottenham. I think I agree with you on that, and I think that those options, I think, are better played eligible at the forward spot. I think midfield is the, the opportunity cost. Yes. I think there, there are a lot better mid to high range midfield plays 
than there are forward plays. As long as you're, you know, I mean, obviously the forward plays are, are more like, do you want two plus goal potential? But as far as like a very high median floor, like I, I, I think, I think you're, you're plugging in at least three that like mid range up. I don't think you're going down to, to a 4k midfielder. I think it's I think it's much more likely that you're, you're going and paying a little bit cheaper at maybe one forward spot. And if you want to pay, if you want to spend the salary on it, on Chelsea or Tottenham, that it may be better spent in the forward slot more so than the midfield. Yeah. I mean, not to like hide it at all, but like, when I saw Chelsea's big favorite and was like, all right, well, let me think about Mason Mount. Like he takes some set pieces. And then when the further you go down, you're like, there are actually a lot of midfielders I'd like to play. And Willian, who has actually been better than Mount recently, they're sharing set pieces. Willian's forward eligible. Like, so playing Mount not only takes away a midfield spot from somebody else that I could play, but I also don't get to fill a forward spot like I do with Willian. So like Willian was the forward, really the only forward I was looking at that I would be willing to pay up for in cash because I just don't think it's a slate where you need to play Kane, uh, which applies to Sun as well. And then you could you could theoretically make the argument for Eric Lamella if Erickson doesn't start because he's kind of in the same bucket as Willian. Like he's a forward eligible player on a big favorite with a share of set pieces. But ultimately, like, Willian's floor is higher than Lamella's. It's a $900 difference, but, like, those two are really the only pay-up guys I was considering it forward, and I'm not sure I really want either of them. Right. If I could avoid it, probably. But I think the more interesting facet, facet for GPPs is uh, the ownership difference between Kane and T- Tammy Abraham. Mm-hmm. And I know you wrote this in your article. But uh, based on uh, the situations of both teams being, you know, Chelsea's actually a bigger favorite yeah. at home. And the shot volume that for 1300 less, I don't necessarily consider like Abraham to be a downgrade to Kane. I agree. I think like they, my attitude is, is in GPPs. If, if, if we're going to find Kane at 30 plus percent ownership in GPPs and Abraham at 18% or something like that, I mean, I'm just estimating. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd much rather take a shot on Abraham than Kane. Totally agree. And that was kind of the point in my article of like, Kane always garners ownership, particularly when they're a big favorite, which they are. And you can't like downplay that. Like, they are solid favorites. But. He really isn't doing anything that Abraham isn't actually doing better. And Abraham has a better has a better game situation. Right. But actually, out of those two, like if I had to compare those two versus two other players, I think that in GPP, I mean, I don't think you have to play these guys in cash. I don't think you have to block with Kane. I don't. I don't think that that's that's a thing. I'd, mm-hmm. If Kane ends up being thirty percent plus owned in cash, I'll I'll just take it on. Fine. Yeah. Try to kill me. You're gonna need two goals to kill me. So, so go 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 for it as much as you want. I'm not paying ten seven in cash at forward for Harry Kane when I can play Lamella or Willian with no problem. But I actually think the better GPP plays uh, from a from a point per probability 
type of perspective goal-wise is Vardy and Wilson. Yeah, totally agree. So based on Leicester being a, a home favorite and Wilson and, and Burnmouth being a home favorite against Norwich who can't play defense in a three-and-a-half total. Now, it's a three-and-a-half total, not because Burnmouth is that favored. It's that it's going to both teams. They're both terrible, yeah. Score. Right. So, like, I think from to get a single goal, I think the difference in price, Wilson at 7000 Vardy at 7600 is, I mean, you're, you're spending 2000 or more, two, to anywhere from 1800 to $2,400 less than Tammy Abraham to get that one goal, and even more so from Kane, that, and also, obviously, Vardy and Wilson have, have a shot at two goals or something, sure. but I would, I would probably consider Kane and Abraham to have a higher ceiling in their matchups, but... Like, I have no problem. Like, I could play Vardy and Wilson in the lineup. I could just, I could not play either of the Tottenham or Chelsea options. And then if you, if you go down even further, like, if you don't want to play Wilson, you could play Josh King at 5,800. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Burnmouth-Norwich game could easily be a game with six-plus goals in it. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's all, also the, the options, with the way that Bournemouth is setting up now, like, you almost want to play players from them, but you, when Ryan Frazier is not starting, like you take a look at that lineup and you go, "Where's the floor?" Like yeah. you, you see the floor in like Diego Rico, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So I know we're we're bouncing around a little, but I mean it helps to learn everything in context. But uh, do you think I? And I think so. I'm not sure if it's optimal. I think the Dinky Do is in play. Yes, absolutely. So I think it could be from, popular. Maybe it could potentially popular. be popular. It re- I think it. I think it depends more on whether or not Christian Eriksen plays. Yeah, because if Christian Eriksen doesn't play, I think Lamella will be more popular in a forward slot than if Eriksen does play. Do you think he'll be more than Willian? No, no, I don't think Willian is going to be all that popular. Oh, okay. I mean, he'll be owned. But I don't necessarily, I think when you take Erickson out, like for some reason if Mason Mount didn't start, but I, yeah. I don't expect that. Yep. I'm just saying that like, even with Erickson in, I think Lamella will get ownership. Sure. But I think with Erickson out, people will be more likely to gravitate towards Lamella, taking out the, you know, the dinky-do type of possibility. But as far as the dinky-do, I think you're looking at, I think, maybe three players. Potentially, mm-hmm. in in somewhat of a dinky do range, uh, I think at the top end it, it's not it's it's a mid level dinky. I think people may go to Adama Traore at sixty nine hundred, and I don't necessarily consider him to be the best of cash plays. I think he's overpriced, and he's actually a terrible cash play. Okay, but I'm. I think that. But I think you're right. Log, but you're looking, will, yeah. yeah, but I mean, his ceiling is high. I mean, I think fine GPP ceiling, but I don't know if I trust the floor. I think the two goals he scored last week or before the international break were like his first. I think the first one was like his first goal ever. Did you play him <laughs> at least? Because you've no, been uh, harping on Adama Traore for like two years. No, at Man City, I didn't play him. No. Yeah, yeah, you you would never do that. Yeah. I think, no, I think there's no, 
I don't think there's an actual, a, a factual, excuse me, uh, reason to play him for his floor based on what we've seen this season. Uh, and so I, I agree that there will be people looking at him. 6,900 really isn't that cheap um, because the other two guys, Pascal Gross at 6,200 and Dwight McNeil at 53, make so much more sense for cash games. No, I agree with that completely. And I, I think the, I think uh, Trossard is like getting back to like match fitness, yeah. but probably won't start. Mm-hmm. But if he's on the bench, I mean, that has to give you a little bit more pause on gross minutes possibilities. Sure. But he's okay. cheap enough where I think it's okay. Right. And then you have McNeil. Good Munson is going to be out for several weeks. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, McNeil's playing time, does Goodmanson doesn't affect because he's right. on the other side. That's that's Hendrick on the other side. It's just a matter of the opportunity for set pieces. Because yeah, Westwood will still Westwood take, will take some. some yeah. Right, yeah, of course. But at least with JBG in also, that like now you're playing McNeil primarily for open play value and not even consider maybe, maybe he takes a quarter or something like that. It seems like that whole game is very underpriced. No, I agree with you. I mean the t- the total is lower than some of the other games, mm-hmm. and uh, but but McNeil, I mean McNeil puts up like ten point floors even in bad matchups. Yeah, fifty three hundred is way too cheap. So I could definitely see you, uh, a possibility of playing Gross and McNeil together. Yep, I could also see a possibility of playing one of those two with Lamelo if Erickson's out, mm-hmm. and I could see in GPP. I can see in GPP you don't play either Gross or or McNeil. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think you should play either of them. Right. I think. I think uh, if Gross and McNeil were just midfield eligible, I think they'd just be okay plays. Yep. I think on this slate, even at their prices, we wouldn't even consider them. Right. I mean, they'd be okay. I'd say okay. If if if, Maybe if you McNeil. want, right. If if you want, but. I just think that the, the the opportunity cost at midfield is too high this late. Agreed, agreed. So in in I, other fo- in oh, you sorry, were, just to say? I actually think Willian is better than Lamella. Okay, with or without Erickson. No, I think with Erickson in, I I, I would much prefer Willian, regardless. But I'm saying if Erickson is not in, and I'm guessing he's not in, based on what we've seen. Well, he has a dead leg. How long does it take to recover from a dead leg? (laughs) Well, they didn't mention that it's dead because Poach took it out, actually, because he's so angry about the potential transfer. But anyway, I also love Callum Callum Hudson-Odoi if he starts. Not in cash, though. Yeah, I would never pay 8,300. He has taken corners before, though. Okay, but now you can't play that. Mount and Willian, I mean, exactly. let's get out of here. I think GPP wise, I think someone like Raul Jimenez mm-hmm. at seventy three hundred, even Wesley at seventy two hundred. There's going to be goals on the slate, so and there there are goal scorers here. Yeah. So, like, I don't necessarily see them on the lower end, but in that seven K range, I mean, if if one of these guys pulls out two goals, like, I'm not shocked. If Wilson does it, I'm not shocked if Jimenez does it. Not even mentioning Timu Puki. Ugh. At Burnmouth, highest total. Uh, he's always over-owned. He is, and he has one goal in like five games. Right, so that's that's 
Yes. It's a, it's to me it's an owner him. it's it's yeah you got yes but it's an ownership thing it's just like yeah am I, am I going to play Pookie at potentially twenty percent ownership? Oh God. In GPP, no. I'd I'd ra- I'd rather take a I'd rather take Raul Jimenez. I'd rather take right. a shot on Wesley. That's at seven percent. Right. I'd ta- I if same ownership. I'd much rather take Vardy or Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Or we'll just go down to Josh King. Or hell, if he starts, I'll I'll go all the way down and take Dominic Solanke at forty nine hundred. I think I think you've gone too far now. <laughs> yeah, I will. Just I'll t- if if that Alzate kid, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Hmm. He's forward eligible, even though he's kind of playing in the midfield. Yeah. I mean, sure, you could take a Danny Ings. I'll take a shot on that. Mm-hmm. Just at the price difference, like the like eight thousand and and over owned is just that. Eh, right. For gold, and he's gold dependent. Yep. I mean, so is that. there anyone else at forward that that's worth even mentioning? I mean, I'm not playing anyone from Newcastle. I'm not playing any from Watford. I think the Brighton guys are fine in GPP. They're overpriced, but I think that'll push people away. Villa's terrible, defensively at least. But I'm not playing them. Right. So no, there's nobody else. Right. So at midfield, we've already come to the agreement that James Madison is essentially the, the cash play. He's easy. Yes. I mean, you can fade in G- if you're going to fade Madison in GPP, you have to fade him for someone that that has potential to score two goals. Mhm. Cuz I think Madison Madison without a goal or assist without with just peripherals equals a goal from any other player. Yes. So just understand that. Like if you're going to I'm going to fade Madison and play Vardy. Like Vardy could put up a goal. Madison could have not the assist, and Madison could still outscore Vardy. Yep. So you're looking for someone that has two goal potential mm-hmm. in order to fade Madison, or you're playing some five K. You're playing someone that's remark like significantly cheaper that matches a kind of a Madison floor game. Like Madison only gets like ten, right? And you're like, okay, I could have gotten that from a lot of other people, right? I just don't, barring injury, I don't see Madison getting lower than double digits. I agree. Not in this game. And the the only difficulty is that there are like five or six guys that that applies to. Midfielders. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, there's plenty of midfielders in the in the mid-range, that the mid, mid to high-ish range, that it's very hard for me to see getting less than eight points. Right. And let's let's talk about them. Yeah, I think one is is Grealish at seventy eight hundred. Love Grealish, love him. I I think all three Aston yes. Villa guys are all playable. Agreed. In GPP, but I would say Grealish would be the the. the He's the I cash think, one. I would say Grealish and uh, I can never pronounce his name. Horhane. Howerhan. Uh, Howerhan. At sixty six hundred, mm-hmm. the problem with Howerhan, the good, the plus of Howerhan is that he's on most set pieces. The downside is that his open play value is limited. Mm-hmm. I actually think he's fourth. Oh, really? I'd put him second. I'd, I'd put you him, would. I'd, you would. I, yeah, I would because that. I mean, he fits into the Matinho, exactly. You know the the Jack Wilshire type mm-hmm, of player. Mm-hmm. Juan uh, Mata, please don't. No, I know who you you're putting above. I I know you're probably putting McGinn fourth. Uh, McGinn is second. Oh, McGinn is second. Yeah. Oh, I thought El Ghazi you'd put above. 
No, I mean, I get it. The, I think the problem with El Ghazi, which I think makes him perfectly fine for GPPs, is that he's so close to Graylish that I don't know how anybody can look at the two of them for a cash game and be like, no, 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 I'm going to play El Ghazi instead. Like it was previously like he gave a decent amount of salary savings from McGinn and, and Graylish. But now that he's basically the same as Graylish, I don't know how you justify him. Well, I view these these Aston Villa guys like each of them have their own lean. Mm-hmm. So, like, I look at uh, at I, I I still forgot Howerhan. It's like Power Powerhan, but it's okay. Howerhan. Howerhan. I think he's he's like the he has maybe the high the, a high floor, but like not much of a ceiling type of. He's he's the set piece guy. That's a, kind of a defensive midfield. Not kind and of, then you have, is. then you have Grealish, who's kind of like the the number ten, like someone that is going to get peripherals across the board. Yep. Uh, draw fouls, take shots. So many fouls. Right. Get get two or three crosses in. I mean, just do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have El Ghazi, who I view as like that. He's a winger that that'll cross more. And then McGinn is someone that'll shoot more. So I think like McGinn's ceiling is higher than El Ghazi's, but I think El Ghazi's floor is higher than McGinn's. But they're all in the similar price range. Yeah, like I'd rather McGinn in GPP and El Ghazi in cash between the two, but I'd rather Grealish or Howerhan. Howerhan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna remember this. The only reason I remember, I know it, is because I was watching. There's some clown duo from the one some radio station out in the UK that um, they were talking about the name pronunciations and why they should, whatever they decide is what everybody should use. And everybody, when they look at Howerhan's name wants to say Horahan or Horahan. And they were saying that he himself says it's Howerhan. And they were like, no, I'm just going to say Horahan. And it's like <laughs> Howerhan is easy enough. This is not like some horrible thing to say, although it looking at it, it is, it's not phonetic to Howerhan, but Anyway, that's how it uh, all all I know is that this podcast we know has definitely made it if any player contacts us. Mm-hmm. To correct the pronunciation correct of yes. a name. Yes. I mean maybe that's the reason why I do it. Just for I'm the try- random I, I'm trying I'm <clears throat> trying to goad someone in. That's right. Doing that. That's right. Well, I mean, obviously they they all listen. It's just they haven't gotten to that point. Maybe we're just getting them all right. It's possible. Yeah. It's unlikely for me. <laughs> um, okay, I, so 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 these these Aston Villa guys. Okay, yeah. they're all playable. I think Grealish is fine, but I I don't think any of them is a priority. If I if I don't have one of them in my cash lineup, okay. It's meaning you don't have one at all. Right, I don't have an Aston wow. Villa player at all. Wow. Okay. I don't think it's a priority. I mean, because you're you're weighing it on because we, we, we haven't talked about. I mean, we kind of talked about Mason Mount mm-hmm. at ninety one hundred. Now, obviously, he's enough priced above, like like he's thirteen hundred more than Grealish. But I don't think Grealish's and Mount's floor are that significantly different. Agreed. I think Mount probably has a higher ceiling in that matchup, Chelsea at home to Newcastle. But I think floor wise. I don't really see a significant difference, but if I if I have the money and I end up on Mount over Grealish, then I'm I'm not crying or anything. I think Mount is the easy Madison pivot for GPP. 
Sure, but I don't even think you're doing that. I, I, I agree. I, mean, I agree with that if, too. If you're doing that, like, what what do you get? Like, like you're you're fa- you're fading. Ma- if you're fading Madison, you might as well just. I mean, you might as well go. Who knows where? I mean, if you're fading Madison, you're you're thinking he gets under double digits. He's getting ten or less points. I think you you so fade Madison that, it, to play Abraham and Mount. Something like right, that. Right, right, right. Exactly. You'd be stacking something. You'd be yeah. playing for a 5 nothing Chelsea win. Mm-hmm. Or you'd be playing Kane. You'd be playing, you know, someone that could get a hat trick. You know, that type of thing. I just don't think you're, you're trading in a floor player for another floor player. Yeah. Because what? If, Madison, if, let's say, Madison gets 10 and Mount gets 16. Like, what are you really gaining that? I mean, yes, yeah, six points, but it's not that big of a deal. Right. It's not enough. Not in, not in, not if we played that $15 Whatever GPP is like ten thousand a first, and by seventh place, uh, by seventh place, you you're paying for this podcast, right? Right. I mean, the <laughs> payout structure is stupid. And then, then in the five fifty five, if you're playing that two hundred man contest, it's like, well, the, the, just play Madison. So you're right. only playing against two hundred people, so just do that. Eat the chalk and go elsewhere. And if you fade Madison in that contest, then do whatever you want. Whatever, don't even worry about ownership at that point. Yeah, exactly. You're you're, already, you're automatically different, yep. right? So, uh, looking past the Aston Villa guys, uh, if he did start, do you think Ryan Frazier is a play at seven thousand? I, I don't on this. I mean, he, yes, he. I think Frazier's always a play, and home against Norwich is always a play. Yeah, but he hasn't been starting. Just realize. Yep. That. Yep. I think he had a illness of some kind which like knocked him out for a few weeks but like um i i think he is i think he actually could be a, a decent gpp play but not but he's not say like let's say he does start do you, what do you think the probability of him one you have to think of these two things one uh that he plays 90 minutes mm-hmm. okay I mean, yeah, if he plays 82, that's fine. I'm just saying you have to think of, like, yep. he hasn't been starting. He played 27 minutes as a sub the last appearance. Is he going to just walk in and play 90? Or is he going to play 62? At 7,000, you have to think about it. And then also, <laughs> if he does start, does he come in and reclaim all set pieces? Right. I think the realistic response to both is he's more likely to play 90 than not. Like, he, it's not a first if game back. If starting. If he starts, right, right, right. And that he's most likely to share set pieces with Rico. Right. And especially with Burnmouth's uh, injury issues, like it's quite possible that Frazier starts and does play 90. Yep. But I'm, I'm just saying fitness-wise, I'm not that concerned. I'm just not sure I want him over Emiliano Buendia. Right, even though even though Norwich is a, an, a road underdog in that game. Yep. But I, I think he's underpriced at 6,700. Agreed. I think even even though he's on the wrong side of that matchup game wise, like Buendia has, he's one of the few people in the Premier League that has a monopoly mm-hmm. set pieces, mm-hmm. and in a game that has a three and a half total, and even if Norwich doesn't score, it's it's hard to see Buendia not being, it's hard to see Buendia's floor not being a goal, yep. like a goal's worth of points mm-hmm. in this match. Because I mean, I consider Buendia like, semi- yeah, Norwich is a worse team, but he's in the same. He's he's James Madison, like he does everything for that team. Right. 
I think six weeks ago, if I told you you could have Frazier home against Norwich for 7,000, you'd say it was the easiest play on the slate. Yeah, but I mean, but it, the situation in Bournemouth has changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't mean you play Harry Wilson at 6,600. Yeah, no. Like, it seems like Bournemouth, it, it's possible Bournemouth score four or five goals in this game, and for cash, it's hard to see anyone with a floor. Like, it, it, these goals could come from anywhere. Rico has the floor. Yeah, well, of course, at defense, but I'm talking about like midfield and yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, you, like you, I, don't, I don't know who, who I could rely on, because all these guys have, like, they could have five points or they could have 20. Yeah. And, like, all of them do. Yep. But no one is, like, sitting there at a good median 10-point, 8-10-point type of range. Right. Uh, I'm much, like, I think this is the potentially the wrong slate for him, but I think he's playable. It's it's a, it's one of my type of guys. Uh, I'm more likely to have him in my cash lineup than most other people on DraftKings, uh, but that's going to be Joe Matinho at 6,300. Mm-hmm. I think that's an accurate description, though, that I think he makes sense, but maybe not on this slate. Right. It's it's quite possible that uh, playing, like, if you're playing Matinho in your utility, because you're probably, if you're playing, like, Madison Buendia, and then using Matinho at utility, that means you've paid up at one forward spot. Yep. And the question is, is that do you do you play, like, Willian and Matinho, or Lamella and Matinho, or do you play, like, Grocer McNeil with, like, Grealish or Mount? Yep. Like, I think that's that's kind of, like, the major 2v2. Yep. Because I think even in this range, this, like, 6K-level range, with uh, Wolves as a home favorite, like, I still think Matino's the best option. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I would, I would say, I wouldn't, Call it crazy to play James Ward Prowse on the other side for fifty eight hundred. But I mean, given the to get the five hundred difference, I'll play the favorite home home player That's, of the yeah. same type, right? Exactly. I mean, but I'm just saying it's not. It's like I'm not playing Tielemans at sixty one hundred in cash, right? I'm definitely not playing Miss, Miss Suzuko at sixty two hundred. <laughs> what are they doing at Tottenham? What What are they doing with these prices? Erickson's 9,800. We didn't even talk about him, whether or not he's even going to play, because we think that's the, the dumbest move you can make. Right. Like, if Erickson does start, like, and you tell me he's going to get 75% of the set pieces, I still don't think he's... he's I don't think he's playing. 9,800 is worth playing. Yeah. And Dombele at 7,300 happened What are they doing? He, he took some set pieces in their Champions League game. So that's that's it. Yeah, Tottenham this slate is just overpriced. Well, like way overpriced. Like across the board. Yeah. Particularly when you compare them to the Leicester guys. Right. Is there anyone below James Ward-Prowse? I see Tom Cleverly there, but I'm guessing you're not going to play him away to Tottenham. No. I don't I don't I don't see myself playing any Watford. If anything, what maybe even Pereira is 5000. Like yeah, they they would be GPP like contrarian type plays, but it's not like they're even that cheap. Yeah, I think I'd play Pereira at forty two hundred. Right. Like they need to be they need to be in a range where like they're better than a four K fullback. Yep. But yep. I mean, you could you could take a shot at like a Ruben Neves if you wanted. Hell, you could play Dwight McNeil in a midfield spot. I just I just think 
the midfield is the opportunity cost is way too high to 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 play anyone with little goal scoring equity. The only way that I could see playing a cheap midfielder of like five k or below is if you're like if you're doing like a Kane Abraham lineup. If you're like if you're like doing if you're doing high end forwards, right? And it like high end forwards and like if you're doing like stars and scrubs type of, you're doing like Kane Abraham Madison, right? You're doing something something like even if it's like Abraham Vardy Mount, yep. Or so, like that. That's the only way. I don't. I don't see these guys scoring enough. I agree. Like, are you going to play Aaron Moy at forty seven hundred? <laughs> no. No. Are you going to play Stiperman at forty six hundred? I mean, the Jorginho at forty eight hundred, Billing at forty five hundred, Westwood at forty five hundred. I know there's one. I know there's one guy that 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 you, you would consider. Like yeah. I don't mind Ndidi at forty one hundred, if anything. Yep, I agree. There's another for guys Lester. as far as goal scoring upside. Like I, I at least want to take a guy on a favorite team. Lerma forty two hundred. I don't want to take. I, 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 if I'm going to take someone this cheap, and they're going to be like someone that comes deep from the midfield, I want someone that could take a deep shot and score a goal for a favorite side, than take like Longstaff. I think Longstaff is fine. Four shots in the last four games. Nah, it's at away to Chelsea. Yeah, but he's thirty six hundred. Right, of course. But I just don't. I, I just don't. It. I don't need him. Exactly. The construction that I like. I'll. I'll spend my thirty six hundred at at a defense the defender position. Yeah. Than in a midfield spot. Uh, one thing that we could look out for, uh, in the Bournemouth Norwich game, uh, depending on the, the injury status, it's quite possible that Roberts gets a start. Playing on the right wing for mm-hmm. Nor uh, for Norwich. For, for Norwich. Yeah. I mean, I, he's a Man City loney. He's thirty seven hundred. Uh, probably wouldn't play ninety. Uh, but I mean, not a cash play. But it's someone that I would look at for GPP. Sure. But I'm like, like I know you mentioned in the article, like someone like Hoiberg at thirty seven hundred. I just like, wh- why are these guys necessary? They're not. Well, they're, they're necessary, necessary for in lineups if you're if you're going top heavy. Right, that's what that's sure. But I don't, I don't even think that's optimal. I just think there are goals in the seven K range at forward that are you could get to and then not have to play any of these guys. Yep. Let's try to cover all the bases. Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling down and I, slim pickings. Yeah, it's pretty ugly down there. So at the defender, uh. The second guy into my lineup was Diego Rico at fifty six hundred. Mm-hmm. Like I put in Madison and then I directly put in Rico and I go, <laughs> okay, what do I do from here? What do I do from here? Okay, right. Does there? Do you hesitate at all if Frazier starts? Downgrades him a bit, but it it's an attacking fullback with set pieces, at least some uh, against at home against Norwich. Yeah. Like what? 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 What do I have to overthink here? Mm-hmm. Like. If, if he, I'd play him over six K, I'd play if he was sixty three hundred, I'd probably still play him. It's always fun to see Kyle Walker Peters at the top of the defender list, right? Uh, the the, the Rosen is... Walker Peters, get get out of here. The, 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 San, Alonzo, sure, GPP, have fun, right? If anything, if I'm not playing Rico, I'm playing like one of the Leicester fullbacks. Yep. 
And I don't care. That I know it's not something. What is Ben Davis going to start instead of Rose? He's forty nine hundred, so I don't care. Right. So it's not. It's not like it's going to matter that much. Right. For GPP, I could see if you're going to pair him along with like a Wesley playing like Matt Target or Gilbert. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, that's approved. I could. I guess I could see Johnny. Eh. But, I mean, if he starts Vinagre, I don't know if that's even pronouncing it right. 3,900, that's doable in the lower range. I just I just think at Defender, you're playing one of these guys, whether it be Rico or the two Leicester fullbacks, and then a cheap guy. You can play both if you play Gross and McNeil. Yes, true. If, you, if you're going to do the dinky-do, then you, you don't have to worry about any— You don't have to—literally, you don't have to worry about anyone under 5K in the rest of your life. Right. The difficulty with uh, that build, <clears throat> because if you go off of it and you're like, I'll, let me take Rico and I'll pay way down for my other defender, it's not enough to get from gross to Lamella, let's say, salary-wise. So you're not really, and you're probably already paying up at midfield, which is why you're paying down at two forward spots. So like you're, the it almost doesn't make sense to pay down at both forward spots and not pay up at both defenders. Because you can right. already pay out for the midfielders. Right. You're doing it for a, a higher goalie. Right, which I don't think matters. Right. But I think I think if I had to choose uh, a sub-4K defender, it probably is going to be Bertrand. I thought about that. 3,800? Eh, I think he's And fine. it's also quite possible... Uh, with uh, Norwich injury situation, that you might get Heiss at thirty three hundred playing fullback, mm-hmm. which isn't the worst thing in the world. No, but I think this is like if Vinagre starts for Wolves instead of Johnny thirty nine hundred. Fine, okay, you want to do that? If you played L- Lowton, if you played hell, if you played Jack Stacy, if he starts on the other side. 4K. Like, fine. Okay. I mean, uh, you could make a case for any of these guys. Yeah. I mean, just punting. Valeri at 3,600. I believe that one's actually Valerie. Well, I hope, I hope he contacts us so I pronounce it right. <laughs> yeah. I think they're all just fine. Right, they're just fine. I mean, what are you? You're hoping for five points, right? Right. I know. I know you mentioned Willems, but I mean, if forty one hundred for a the heavy road on the biggest road underdog, I, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Chelsea defense is pretty awful. Yeah, like but see, def- why? He has almost no clean sheet equity. Correct. Yeah, there's really no one else here. Yep. I actually don't think it's horrible to pay up at goalkeeper um, if you're willing to eat that risk. Like, I think playing Schmeichel, like you're you're paying down at one defender spot to play Schmeichel or Keppa, who I probably wouldn't play, or Gazaniga, who's going to start for Lloris probably. But Schmeichel is the one who always looks good. It's weird how expensive the other guys are, though. 
Like Patricio at 56. Ramsdale at 55 is insane. Heaton at 49 is fine, but like it's Yeah, I mean, but all, all these high priced goalkeepers are if you're playing dinky do lineups. Correct. I think correct. I think you're probably you're probably you're probably you're, you're paying at the lower end. Correct. But but I, I agree with you that like if you're not if you're not like if you're not paying up for at least Gazaniga or Schmeichel, like you're not playing Patricio, you're not playing right. you're not playing Ramsdale, you're not playing Heaton even, probably. Like I'll find the money to get up even further. Who are the lower ones you think are the worst ones? Meaning, I think like, none of them a, are. Is there a difference between Foster or Pope or not really. Gun, yeah. It's it's just a matter of like like I like I, I I I actually think that the maybe the worst low. It's kind of weird to say because it's quite possible if you don't have Willian in your lineup or Mount in your lineup, then you probably don't have Chelsea in your lineup. You go, why don't I take Dubrovka? Mm-hmm. But I think Dubrovka has the the highest chance of getting a negative score. I think that's. I right. think Fo- I think Foster gets more saves than Dubrov. I think Chelsea could win this game four nothing, and Dubrovka gets zero zero. Saves. Yeah, and and you're not playing Willian or Mount, and it didn't matter that you didn't because Abraham scored a goal, and then Kovacic scored a. goal. I mean, like it's not going to matter for your cash lineup anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to pl- if you if Erickson's in or something, and you're not playing Lamella, and you're not playing Kane, and you're not playing either of the fullbacks, like. Then what's wrong with Ben Foster? Yep. And you can play Madison and Pope together, and the floor doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Madison could get 18 points, and uh, Burnley could shut them out. That's why, like, you can make a case for any of these. Any say, this is one of the longer goalkeeper conversations we've had. Right. You could play Rico and still play Cruel. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get, uh, you're playing all these floor players, so the, the, the peripherals don't even, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. And then you're just relying on saves. But, I mean, th- this could easily be a slate where there's no clean sheets. Sure. Or there's one, and who knows who that's going to be. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it could be that, that Chelsea win 3-1, to one, Tottenham win 2-1, to one, Leicester win 1-2-1, you know, one to two to one, and it, it could be, like, Wolves and uh, Southampton wins one nothing. Yeah. And it's Angus Gunn with the only clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that Heaton has a clean sheet and Aston Villa win two nothing, or Matt Ryan. It could be the opposite and Matt Ryan it's one nothing Brighton. I mean, it could be any of these. I think actually, out of all the, out of all the matches, I think Burnmouth Norwich is the one where I don't want to take a keeper from. Yes. What a stupid position. Now that we say that, it's going to be a nothing nothing game. No. 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 I can't see that either. Yeah. Um did we forget anyone? I mean we mentioned not all the goalkeepers. Right? Uh, not, right? yeah. <laughs> I mean we mentioned all the goalkeepers and you can play whoever you want. Yeah. I meant any any position, but I guess when you mention every single goalkeeper, that's probably a good time to finish. All right. Anybody has any follow questions for Jordan? You can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Available in the Rotowire uh, Discord as well. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join. Jordan, welcome back. 
Welcome back to the Premier League after the international break as well. And uh, good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.